this is Kiran Nagrar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Jinsen Spike with us. Jinsen is the team lead at the One Group with Keller Williams Greater Columbus Realty. He has 15 years of experience in real estate. He was honored with 2022 President's Excellence Award, 2021 President's Commitment Awards and many other accolades. With that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Jinsen Spike. Jinsen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Jinsen, let's begin with the journey. How did you get into entrepreneurship? Well, I think getting into entrepreneurship, I don't know that I ever got into it. I think I always had a little bit of it. You know, whenever there was the opportunity, I would host uh, garage sales or, or selling, you know, candy or whatever for the school, I was always excited for the opportunity to sell things and create businesses, even though I was just a kid and I didn't realize what I was doing. And then as you can see behind me, I was a musician and I kind of built bands and groups to fit the needs of clubs rather than building a band that made me feel good and I wanted to play this kind of music, I would go to business owners and say, you want to have music here in your in your club? What kind of music? Maybe, you know, and then I would call the musicians that I, I knew that were good at that style and then get us a paying gig. And so I kind of came at, I kind of reverse engineered the music industry. I mean, not on a grand scale, but, you know, I played professionally for for several, several years. Of course you did. And uh, connecting this business owners to musicians is also in a way entrepreneurship because it requires a lot of sales skills because if you are not able to sell to those people, you won't be able to create business. So of course, there also entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial bug came along. Can you tell us about interesting fact about you? We know that you are a musician. We know that you are in real estate. Something interesting that people might not know about you. That's the interesting part is everybody used to know that I was a musician and they didn't know I was a real estate agent. Uh, Now that I've been doing real estate for about 15 years and I've kind of taken a break from the music, even though you see it behind me, I'm not actively out playing. So now what's funny is that people think of me for real estate and they don't they don't know that I play music. And so when I do play music, they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know. So I would say that it's kind of it's kind of shifted. It was one thing that, you know, people did know about me and now they don't know. <laughs> okay. So you tell me, like, what part do you enjoy the most? Music or real estate or both? In what quantities? I think everybody enjoys things that they're good at. Mm-hmm. So obviously I I feel that I'm a good musician. So I enjoy that and I, I still enjoy that and I did enjoy that. I don't know that I enjoyed real estate early on because you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, it's, it takes so long to start to really understand what your real estate license and all the different types of transactions that you can do. It's not just a straight, you know, list a house, represent a buyer, you know, there's commercial, there's multifamily, and then there's the different types of transactions. I think it was Once I got to a point where I was like, oh, just like music, I'm never going to know everything about how to play any of these instruments sitting behind me. I'm always going to be learning. I think when I hit that spot in real estate, I started to really enjoy that, too, because it's 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 a constant learning, you know, about real estate and what more I can do. You know, now I'm starting to work with real estate investors. That was never part of my portfolio before. And now it's become a very uh, lucrative side 
Uh, it's I'm still representing the, the listings and the buyers, but now I've got the investors, which is, you know, it's it's not one transaction. It's 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 multiple. So that's that's been great. You know, I would say that I, I guess I enjoy both is, is the, you know, I gave a <laughs> yeah. long answer to a short question. <laughs> so slow and steadily, you like real estate also as you like the music industry. And right. uh, tell us about the personality trait. What do you think is the personality trait that an entrepreneur should have to succeed in real estate or in business in general? You know, I think that someone needs to be self-aware. They need to understand that they don't know everything. And and I think using empathy towards everyone in the transaction and, you know, putting themselves in everyone's shoes, the the other agent, the, the buyer, the seller, you know, I think really helps someone be successful and then work ethic. You definitely have to have have a work ethic because, you know, we are self-motivated and we are, you know, we don't really answer to anyone other than our clients. And if you don't have the work ethic to get up and make the phone calls and do the things, you won't have any clients. So you really won't answer to anyone. So you have to have that. You have to have a strong work ethic. So empathy and work ethic is the personality trait that you admire the most in an entrepreneur. And uh, tell us about the way that you managed to grow your business so far. What are the strategies? What are the tactics that you use? I don't know. I'm willing to say that I'm working on my strategies. Systems and processes are a, are a big part of entrepreneurship and and real estate and without those it's um you know it's hard to be successful so as i'm already have them i'm building on them and trying to make them better and as it is said that first you build the systems and then the systems build you so totally agree with you on that and if you can tell us about the dealings of difficulties how do you deal with daily difficulties like problems that come along how do you face them what is your mindset most issues will will resolve themselves so i believe that cooler heads will prevail so always trying to put everyone you know in a situation where i would ask well if you were me how would you handle this and and just try to slowly talk through almost anything can be handled with a, a peaceful conversation. It, too many times we get our feathers ruffled, so to speak, and people want to be a little too aggressive. And I think that, you know, if you just think through the problem and come up with a solution rather than argue, everyone will be in a better situation. So calmly taking responsibility of the problem and uh, finding a solution is something that you believe. That's correct. Tell us about the growth plan. What are you aiming for this year and next? So so uh, the market's shifted a little and my team has dwindled. And so I'm in a, a rebuilding phase. I'm personally trying to do 20 million, which is decent amount of business for, for my market. And as I do that, I'm documenting the process of what am I doing to hit my goals so that at the end of the year, I can say, okay, I did 20 million by myself this year. I can help you do it if you want to to join. And so I'm going to rebuild the team that way with having a, a recorded journey of what it takes to hit those numbers and then kind of rebuild the team based on that. And then the renewed systems and processes. Uh, okay, I got it. How do you look at it five years down the line? Like what would be your targets five years down the line? Honestly, five years down the road, I would like to not have to sell you know, and be more coaching and mentoring my team and kind of only working with my close past clients and sphere and 
all the new business giving to my team. Okay, I get it. So tell us about the way that you look at online ways of selling. Okay, so there is social media, there is new trends like reels, there is new trends like TikToks. So do you believe that social media is influencing real estate somewhere? Absolutely. I mean, everything's all about attention, right? Why do we use signs in the yard or, uh, in front of a house? It's to get somebody that's driving down the street's attention. Well, now everyone is driving down the street like this. So if you're not using the medium of where your clients are, some clients are on LinkedIn, some are on Twitter, some are on TikTok, some are scrolling through Reels. So I honestly believe you need to be in all of those places unless you don't want to be. And then you only get the people that, you know, are in the medium in which you're targeting or that you're in. So, you know, the, the person with the most lines in the water catches the most fish. So if you're relying on a sign to sell a house, you're probably not going to be exposing your seller to as many potential buyers as if. You put a sign in the yard, you do reels, you have videos running on, you know, targeted on Facebook, you know, paid ads, you're doing TikTok and, you know, Instagram reels, you know, that's, that's where you're going to catch the most and the, and the biggest fish. So I think you owe it to your clients to be there. Okay. So how do you look at reels? How often do you post reels and TikToks on your feed? You know, it's um, not enough. I also see people that post reels every day and I think that it's too much. I'm I'm over it. So it's I'm really working on finding that good cadence of is it, you know, every two or three days? Is it only when I have a listing that I'm promoting? Am I only promoting my listings or am I talking about things that are going on in the market? I'm trying to get better at doing that. I'm also using the things behind me to spur the algorithm, because when I do music on any of the reels, the view count is excessively higher than doing real estate content. So what I do by that is I'm trying to trick the algorithm into saying, well, this guy gets lots of views. So then, you know, I, I post myself playing drums. And then the next thing you know, I hit them with real estate content. Now the views are going up in the real estate content by diversifying what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Okay. So there is a hybrid of music and real estate at once. That's what you're aiming for. I'm, that's what I'm aiming for. I'm not saying that I'm doing it, but I have recognized that that, that does work. Okay. So tell us about $10,000 extra you have. If you have $10,000 extra, what would be your primary targets? Would you be targeting your old market or would you be marketing somewhere? Like, what do you look at? If I only get the $10,000 and I have to put it into to targeting, I would probably... Not necessarily tar targeting, but where would you invest? I would, I would hire a, a, you know, a younger person part-time to be running my social media. You know, I would give them direction and show them what needs to be done. Uh, I mean, $10,000 is just a starting on anything. You know, if $10,000 was for, you know, studio equipment, that doesn't go so, so far. I mean, a good camera and lens can cost you half of that, you know, $1,000 for a gimbal, another $1,000 for a drone, you know, your $10,000 can go really quick. I already own all of those things. So I would hire someone to use those things for me and to post on my behalf and hopefully turn that $10,000 into more thousands of dollars so that I could keep that person on. Of course, I agree with you on that. So tell us about your favorite quotation 
What is your favorite quotation? So I've got one that I really kind of like. I don't know that Kanye West has been everyone's favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said, uh, having money isn't everything. Not having it is. That was in one of his tracks. And I really, I believe that as somebody that grew up with, with very little means and uh, kind of poor, so to speak, I understand that, you know, not having money is, is really a lot worse than mm. having money. Also, I would say one of the other quotations that I, I love is Gary Vaynerchuk said, everything takes longer than you think. Oh, Wow. <laughs> two of my favorite people and two of your favorite <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Good to know that. Tell us about the book that you're writing. If you were to write a book, what would be the name of the book, Jensen? You know, that's an interesting question. I've never really thought about it. So I think I came up with, I tripped over this on the way to that. I tripped over this on the way to that by Jensen Spike. So why is that's that? Right. <laughs> why? You know, I never thought that I would be selling real estate. I never thought I would have a real estate license. I never also, I didn't finish college. I wasn't the greatest student in high school. I just wanted to play music. I thought that that's all I was going to do. And, you know, that would be it. And so in the pursuit of that, mm. I needed a job. I got my real estate license in 2008 in Chicago. I was still playing in bands and, and, that was my focus. And, you know, the market was terrible in 2008. And I leveraged my creativity and my, my affinity for advertising my music gigs, so to speak, like, and did that for advertising properties mm-hmm. and ended up snowballing into a real estate career that I never thought I would have. So I, I, that's kind of how I came up with that title. So you tripped into this and you got that. <laughs> so wonderful speaking with you, Jinsen, today. Any final messages for the listeners? No, I mean, you don't fail if you don't quit. You don't fail. You know? Yeah, I mean, so I would say, you know, if this is your passion, if anything is your passion, if you stick with it long enough, I truly believe you'll succeed. You know, it's the 10,000 hour rule, right? You know, yeah. you do do something for 10,000 hours, you're, you're bound to be successful at it. As long as you're open-minded and willing to learn more and you just, you don't quit. Don't quit guys, because 10,000 hours is the golden hour. <laughs> Make sure that you follow Jinsen. Jinsen, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was wonderful speaking with you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys take care. Bye guys.